It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show, critically crapped on the show that is still here. For now, so you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and No. No. <laughs> guy just did the week that was on Channel 82. As you've been guzzling down the programming all week long, you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips, 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 Clip-a-palooza. Do you have any more clips? Even in studio, Eddie Erickson won't chant. What a shame. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I mean anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere, Eddie. Even after you've been dumped? By your normal show? <laughs> yes. And you've been forced to work a new show? Yes. Even after a huge producer swap. Big producer swap. Even then, as Mandel Chris Russo this week decided to not use you. Yeah, not needed. <laughs> that can't be a good feeling. Replaceable. No problem. <laughs> Just plug and play. As Eddie's now working a shot on sports this week, and maybe for the foreseeable future, we'll get to a clip on that later on today. Jeez. Oh, but I'll tell you, wow. I, being back in studio, it's interesting, right? There's a lot of people you see in the hallway you don't want to see. A, that's a great word for it. Interesting. It's I interesting. Was, I was expecting to see the hallways a little more crowded. We had one all-hands meeting after another about, all right, the return to work. We're back. We're all back, right. Baby. We got videos. We got We're back. big breakfast. We got everything. I come here. Nobody here. Nobody's here. Nobody's here. There's nobody here. There's nobody in the hallway. What's happening? I don't know. I know you saw Evan Cohen in the hallway. I think I think the uh, quote that Evan told me you said was, is that you, Evan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was down the long hallway. My eyesight's really deteriorated in the last two years. Yeah. So was, that, I was at one end of the Evan? hallway squinting. Uh, what? <laughs> Who, who's that? I tried to squint to see him. And I'll tell you, like, I went to a, a new parking garage because I'm back here and I guess my monthly thing is gone. I used to give these guys soda. I went to the fridge to get a soda for the parking garage guy on the way home. There's a big sign that says executives only. I'm not an executive. I guess I can't get a soda. The parking garage guy this fine morning actually walked right by me. There was three other cars behind me and went to each and every car behind me. And I was the first one. And I'm waiting for my ticket. I'm like, hey, what about me? And the guy's like, oh, I thought you worked here. That's what this guy said. Oh, I thought you worked here. He goes, I thought you changed cars. And I was showing up for my next shift. Well, I mean. Do I have that look? If anyone could see the way you were dressed, it's, it's really not that. Actually, they actually have a higher standard in the garage because they actually wear jeans, a shirt, boots. You actually look homeless. 
Thank you. You know, Eddie Erickson saw me this week in the studios, and he said, I'm glad you dressed up um, as I'm wearing my sweatpants with the stains. And there's another guy, Dave Horvath, who handles traffic. I don't even know what that means. To me, like, that's somebody in the middle of the street telling us what to do. Inside I, radio. I, 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 be- I don't know what traffic ever meant. <laughs> Dave Horvath mentioned. Dave Horvath. Oh. My, my yeah. first full-time radio job, I was the traffic director at the local radio station. I See, to me, at. that means you're reporting a I-95. There's exactly. a backup. That's what everyone said. But that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Commercials, baby. But Dave Horvath, inside radio, looked at me and said, what happened to your face? That's the first thing he said to me after not seeing me for two years. I'll tell you, you know what I wanted to do to him at that moment? Give him the Kyrie Irving double bird. Behind the hair. You know, I got I got good hair that I think I could hide at double bird. But Kyrie Irving, I think, was the most talked about athlete this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So that's why we start there. Not because we're taping early in the week. But because <laughs> Kyrie Irving was the most talked about moment where he was given the finger in a loss to Boston in game number one. And the morning man with Devin Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne, well, we were all over it. The fans are on him, as they should be, and he gives the middle finger twice during the course of the game. Once after a big three, and then the other as he was inbounding, and he put the two big middle fingers behind his head. And then he did, like, the fake crying, like, it almost looked like the Francesa gif. Like, that's what it looked like. Comes off as if he wants to smoke, but then has a problem with the smoke. You you can't have it both ways. Either either you're going to embrace the hostile crowd and and, and build them. Or say nothing and just play ball. Or the if you want to be the villain, play the villain. <laughs> you can't throw up the middle fingers and curse and do all the antics and then go get annoyed like, well, they're bothering me, so I'm going to bother them back. Like, no, you, you got to make a stand. I loved every single minute of this. I was watching this game with my son, and at one point he, he walked away, and then uh, Kyrie Irving hits this three and gives the middle finger. And I said, Joey, get back in here. Kyrie just gave the middle finger. And Joey ran back in here, and we watched the rest of this game glued to the TV set watching Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie Irving is at this point my favorite player in the NBA. (laughs) I love him. Yes, I thought he embraced the role of the villain, and he gave the fans right back. And if I'm a fan, and I'm yelling stuff, and I'm not not crossing the line, and you're a pussy, and I'm yelling that, or a bitch, or something like that as a fan, I don't think that's that bad. But if you get that player that you just called that to, to turn around and give you the middle finger, oh my God. What a win. If Kyrie's inbounding the ball and he locks eyes with you and he goes, what you want to do about it? What are you saying to Kyrie? I'm putting oh my, my head down on my shoulders. I'm putting my head. I'm, you know what I'm doing? Like, you know, we're landing a plane. Brace for impact. I'm putting my head right between my legs and I'm not going to say a word to Kyrie. Now, as soon as he turns around, I'll pop back up. Hey, yeah, that's what I thought. That's, that's what I thought. Hold on. Did you say brace for impact? Uh, you know what? I, I, I promise you when I was when I was making that comparison, I thought of Steve Torrey doing Mad Dog Daily. You know, I, now I equate landing a plane to just Torrey crashing a plane. And I said it there. I said it wrong. I didn't say crash landing because in my mind it's Steve Torrey like, all right, brace for impact. Kyrie Irving just gave him a middle finger. <laughs> he saw that highlight on his phone. And next thing you know, the plane's going down. Oh, no. This isn't good. Kyrie Irving used some language to the fan. Uh, folks, brace for impact. Uh, we're going down. And what do we do now? <laughs> well, what is the line? What That's is the, the question. line? Who knows what people were saying to him? I have no issue, but I was never a boo, you know, try to get in your face kind of guy at games. Fans have a little too much leeway at these games. They pay a lot of money. They know the players make a lot of money. There's a little jealousy there. There's a little bitterness. I hate uh, it because see, you would never. I am that guy. But you would never have the balls to do that. You walk up to one of these guys, oh, big fan, man, can I get a picture? You would never say some of the of vile. Not. They would never say some of the vile garbage that these guys hear. All right, so I'm, you know, kind of two faced, oh, a little hypocritical. A but in that arena, I'm not me. I'm the fan who paid for the ticket. You know, we always talk about the sports guy goes, I want to go to your cubicle and boo you. 
you damn right you won. But in an arena, everything— Who says that? Baker Mayfield said People that. People say on the, that. Podcast. I know. See, you know I what? All right. See, somebody says that. So One they, guy. Right. But you, He's in that stealing arena, Seinfeld material. What is this? That's Baker did it first. But in that <laughs> arena, I'm not me. And I'm the asshole fan. And yeah, I'm going to scream and I'm like going to give it. And they got to take it. I don't like that. But see, I like Kyrie Irving. Now, I wonder, does Mad Dog Chris Russo like Kyrie Irving? Oh, of course not. Get the language, <laughs> the hand gestures. Do we need this? Let's see if you're Let's right. Let's predict. He certainly didn't like what Kyrie did, even though Kyrie backed it up with his performance. I'm sure, dog, do we really need that? Remember, this is a mad dog who, Will Smith, uh, the problem's not the slap, it's the language afterwards. <laughs> okay, let's find out. You know, that is a good point. If he does have a problem with this, yet he has no problem with the Will Smith smack. Eddie <laughs> Erickson listening to dog for the first time this week. He thought he got away from him. Oh. Apparently not. Here's <laughs> mad dog on Mad Dog Unleashed. I love the net game. I loved it. That was a great sporting event. Great that sporting event. was a great sporting event. And first <laughs> off, game. you can't so root good. for Kyrie. It's impossible. You can't root for him. Even if you want to, you can't. I you do. Him, you can't. I, I love you him. You can't root for him. I can. He's always something. I did. I mean, you yeah. know, he's, he's always. And you can't blame the Celtic fan for being upset at Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie wanted to go to Boston. Then he got there. He underachieved. He was hurt. Told the whole world he was going to stay. And then he bailed. What do you want the Celtic fan to do? Move on. Cheer every time he touches the ball. Get over it. All right. It. You know, the Celtic fan, a few beers in him on Easter Sunday. You know, maybe they got a little rough with the More language. Seems like they didn't get near the, maybe. Uh, the racism scenario. It was just bad That's language. That's a scenario? Uh, but, Why are we even bringing Oh, dog just can't get through Boston without Miller saying that. At, oh, at my Madison God. Madison Square Garden. It's a scenario. They got to handle all that abuse from, from uh, away fan bases, and they handled it much better than Kyrie. Wait a minute. Reggie Miller was showing me. I think you read the big story in ESPN this week. I did on the owner. Oh, who read. got tremendous ties to the Chinese government, you know, and we all know what does how it have to do with Kyrie Irving? And how nasty human rights wise they can be. And his business is, co- is in conjunction with him. It's co- conjunction. In cahoots. You can't even, you can't even make it up. Cahoots. Plus, let's face it. I mean, and I like the I love them as a player. He's not Red Auerbach, and that's Nash. All right. Let's Who said he was? I don't know. Just something about the Nets. Uh, they're hard to root for. It's almost like they're just, again, toiling with the, ba- playing with the basketball gods. Oh, here we go. And that oh. never works. <laughs> And Kyrie is impossible. Wow. Can't root for him. As much as things change, they stay the same. Uh, Absolutely. First of all, stop telling me I can't root for Kyrie. I'm rooting for Kyrie. So am I. Now you are after hearing that. I was rooting for him anyway. (laughs) I've warmed up to Kyrie for a couple of reasons. He's good in a post game. Now I'm using the mad dog logic. I've seen him (laughs) in the post game. He's pretty good. It gives us a good cut. It gives us a good line. A very solid line. Right. I liked him there, and I, I like his little interaction after games with, I don't know if they're friends or fans or whatever. He seems like an okay guy. The Plus, fat- isn't he Uncle uh, Uncle whatever? Drew. Uncle Drew. I was gonna say oh, uncle, he's the new Uncle Drew? I was going to say Uncle no, Irv. He, he is no, he uncle was Drew. Uncle Drew. Oh, there, he was that. I thought the, the original. <laughs> the, current. the original's Larry Johnson going grandma, but now we've gone to Uncle Drew. So, okay, all right. But all right. his owner is, has ties to China. <laughs> Why would I why his do we bring that up? Chinese. What do we have to <laughs> bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> Would he have? Maybe that's why he's got the ties. No, we can't root for him. And, you know, he got the racism scenario there. I decided Boston, to bring that up out of nowhere. Terrible. But I'll bring it up. Very poor record. And also, dog, Reggie Miller gave the choke to Spike Lee. He gave Spike Lee the business, but yeah, he handled it so well. <laughs> to say that Reggie was, he had nerves of steel, I get it, he did. But he reacted. Did he not? <laughs> there was a major reaction. It's about reacting to the crowd, to the fans, to Spike Lee. Same thing for Kyrie. Exactly. The only thing is Reggie backed it up.
Sure, Reggie actually won. <laughs> Kyrie shrunk in game two with 10 points, which is upsetting. But then again, that's because the sports gods were after Kyrie Irving. You know, that's a good point. The sports gods really nailed his ass on they, this one. Uh, oh, so now you're going to believe in sports gods too? No. Thank you. But that, that would be the, hey, listen, see, you play too much with them, they get you. What about the real gods? Does Doug believe in the real gods or is only the sports gods? Oh, They're only really making moves in the sports world. He huh? believes in the real gods and how blessed he is. Boy, that is infuriating. Nobody I mean, wants to get into that conversation. I mean, his, his bank account is blessed. Oh, yeah, it is blessed, but he, he you know. Okay. You know what? Let's, Let's move, move on. on. Let's move on. And, of course, now the Nets are down 0-2. And uh, what do you think, Eddie? you think I should cash out my big bet for the Nets to win it all? I bet $25 on that. The cash-out option right now is $6.18. Perhaps I invest it. Yeah, the cash-out option, it is so much fun, but it's so tempting. I like to call it the cash-out web. I feel like I'm going to lose. They really hammer you on the cash-out option, too. Oh, especially my goodness. If it's a bi- especially if it's a big money line favorite. The best I've seen was a third of your money back. Because at that point, you know you're done. I mean, like, the Nets will not win a championship. I get it. So I I'm going to take it. my third of the money, $6.18. Just like you're going to take your third, which is a lot higher. Well, I took my third, right? Boom. Put it on the other team on an in-game and got my money back. Oh, my wins now? Cash outs. Cash outs to win. That feels like a win to me. I'm cashing out. I'll get I got it. something. I got $6.18. Wait a minute. You got half of your original investment. Wait, I don't care. I got something. Uh, the NBA players, I have been watching a lot of it. I'm missing some games because they're on NBA TV and I don't have well, NBA course, TV. You know. mm. Why would you? I don't pay extra no, for that God, package. No. And I talked about that on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne. I don't pay for the extra channels and I, and, and I don't pay for cable. any of the streaming. Yeah, I have the basic package. I thought you was tapping into the neighbor's cable. I'm like, God damn it, you know, check. Just be better. You know, my father did not pay for cable. Dr. Tenler wasn't much of a doctor that lived next door. And I watched the Knicks playoffs against the Rockets and the Rangers and the Devils, the famous Mark Messier game, because my father took a cord and took it from our house, connected it across the backyard to the neighbors, <laughs> actually set it up, and we watched. Not Maybe it wasn't uh, Knicks-Rockets, okay, Brendan? But it was, it was definitely <laughs> Rangers-Devils. Was on MSG, which was cable. My father ran a court across the backyard so we could watch it. Well, and they let him do it. They didn't right? know. The yeah. reason why BMAC was specific on that, and I know the reason. Uh, yeah, because the Knicks Rockets is a famous thing on NBC because they they cut to the OJ chase, yep, exactly. right? So yep. you know how we watch the OJ chase. That's when Marv <laughs> Albert did a play-by-play on OJ and the game at the same time. He was going right. Back so and the forth. whole point is, if you're gonna screw up any game, I know it can't be the worst that game. game. <laughs> no, I know. As soon as I said, I said, oh, oh boy, I didn't mean that. You could have said Houston, Orlando. You could have said any. Oh, anything, that was the most iconic anything. game. Yeah, that was. A, that was I was a really chase. thinking of the year because it was it was '94, I think, when the Rangers and Devils. And so that's why I yeah. was thinking of Knicks Rockets. And then, and then, you know, Brandon, Brandon had to correct me. But yeah, the neighbor had no idea. I just it's assumed he very looked out simple. his backyard and just saw a big cord that didn't belong to him in his backyard. <laughs> he was like, you know. We never had cable until I was like 15. A lawyer can't afford cable? <laughs> he was in brand news starting his own firms before he hit it big. Top 100 lawyer in Westchester. Uh, something he paid for, by the way. A- <laughs> get in there. <laughs> that's a bad check. <laughs> that is, that's a bad check. So the NBA playoffs are uh, hot and heavy, but uh, you know what about the Yankees in a little Major League Baseball? I don't know how good Garrett Cole is anymore. I think that's a problem. Huh. Perhaps he needed the spider tech. That might be an issue. When you cheat, and then, of course, you learn how to cheat even more in Houston, and then when you come to the Yankees, you don't want to cheat anymore because you want to be a good Yankee and a good person, which is what Yankees are, and you stop cheating and now you stink, I think it's time to cheat again. It's not cheating if they allowed it for all these years. Oh! 
literal sky. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, we got a sighting. We got a we got a zinger over here. We got a literal sky sighting. The sticky stuff was on their hands, their hat, their mitt, their pants, their ass. The sticky stuff on the ass. Uh, that sounds Little. like a story <laughs> you want to tell me after the program. Kind tar. Huh? Ooh, sounds boy. like last night. Oh, you and your fiance. Oh, man. Huh? Well, look at you. Well, guess what? I went to a Yankee game with my son. We had quite a tale. Listen to this. And, of course, some fouls came along. That's friends and listeners to Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Colon. I did go to the Yankee game. The Junkies. week. The Junkies. The Junkies. The Junkies. I had a bunch of tickets that I bought myself. The tickets I was supposed to get never went through, and then I ended up having to pay for $10 tickets. So I had I had extra tickets because I was going to take my whole entire family. But my daughter had the mumps. <laughs> what year is this? 1966? But she got through it. You know, she looked like Lenny Dykstra for an entire week, but she got through it. So I, <laughs> I said on the air, I got some extra tickets. Well, the foul showed up. BKJ, uh, John Paul foul, nice foul, and Hal, the great Hal Chiro foul, which is wonderful. So they showed up, and since I paid for the tickets, they paid for the food. Now, what they don't realize is that I the tickets cost 10 bucks. In fact, I took Joey's good friend, right? He, uh, one of his friends in the neighborhood. This kid, Mikey. This is his first ever baseball yeah, who, game ever. Yeah, who was the other kid? That looked like the kid who was like, my name's Big Al and I hit dingers. <laughs> I didn't realize how big that kid was. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, Jesus, Joe, you couldn't take a skinnier friend? Now I got to buy three hot dogs well, instead of two. This is the second fat shaming that Babs has it's done really today. Messed second up. example of it. Now I got to buy skinnier friend. Rob Kardashian <laughs> and Mikey. Asshole. Going after. <laughs> I thought they could just share popcorn. And then I saw this kid. I'm like, oh, I got to buy three hot dogs. First ever Yankee game. When he went back home to his mom, he goes, Mommy, it was amazing. Joey's daddy is VIP. We ended up sitting in three different seats and we went all the way down to like home plate. Very irritating. Irritating person. I kept telling him, all right, guys, we're going to move again. We just kept moving. I never sat in my $10 seats. Then, because of Hal, I got into the Jim Beam Lounge, and I left the kids all alone for about an hour while I had a steak dinner, which was wonderful. Steak sandwich was great. I don't know what the kids were doing at that point. I didn't realize that this uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. had three home runs until the next day. I missed <laughs> I missed, <laughs> I missed two of the home runs. I, didn't, I was in a bar. I never even came close to my section. Never even got near there. But BKJ thinks I'm sitting in a $150 seat. So. He's normally high. This is the highest I've ever seen him. Because first of all, he's like, you know what? You you gave me a ticket, so let me take care of your kids. And I was like, all right, well, they're going to need three hot dogs, Doritos. <laughs> so he probably spent like 100 bucks on food. But then at one point, he turns to me and goes, Babs, let's say we're sleeping right now. And when we're sleeping, we're awake. And right now, we're actually sleeping. Wow. I said, how high are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really excited. I actually parked in the main lot at Yankee Stadium. I yeah. never parked in that main lot. It was horrible. It cost 45 bucks. It was brutal. But I was like, ah, it's worth it. It's the main lot. And then I got out of the car. I got a great spot. I'm like, where are all the other cars? And then I looked out. That was the main lot for the old Yankee Stadium. <laughs> You know how far the old Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. parking garage to the new one? You have to cross a field. You have to keep walking. No, tell us. <laughs> I just oh, thank did. You. <laughs> I think I just did twice. Thank but, you. Yes, but of course, BKJ, who the more he talked for 20 minutes about how we're actually sleeping right now, I'm starting to think that's true. We might be all yeah, sleeping. Please, you, please wake me up for this propo- terrible You drink. proposed that to me at one point. Clearly, you got to be in the right headspace to kind of to kind of even think about that. Because yeah. I immediately was like, shut the f-. You know, I just was like, <laughs> stop being stupid. However. You know? I wasn't however, even going to entertain it. If, you know, if you have an edible or two. No, if you called me on a Friday night, I'd be like, hey, man, maybe we are asleep. <laughs> well, on a Friday night, we are. Maybe we're, this really is asleep. <laughs> on Friday night, we are sleepwalking through things. But don't you think if you're going to bring a big friend, shouldn't I get the heads up? Hey, get ready. He's still a One kid. hot dog, two hot kid. dog, three hot dog. Maybe it's a medical issue. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's got a slow metabolism. Maybe he doesn't eat more. He's just maybe he's big boned. 
big bone. Damn, I speak for all husky kids. And he's speaking for himself, I think. That's it. That's it. I'm done with this. You couldn't just say he was husky. We're big bone guys. That's what we are. That's what we do. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After as we're going to talk about swaps, splashes, and pitch counts. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yeah, so welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82 as we recap the week that was. And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Are you reading that? No, of course not. I would never read that. Anywhere, yet, even if you're driving with your mother-in-law, which I don't think there's anything worse. No. As Eddie Erickson no. told me that on Easter, he no. was driving with his mother-in-law, and you guys had a great conversation about mulch. Mulch. Yeah. <laughs> she gave me a 20-minute story about mulch and how she she watched her neighbor get eight mulch deliveries. It was very strange. And then I, I had told my brother-in-law about this. I said, oh, my God. Because I, I raced in the house, had a big drink. I had to shake that ride off very quickly. And I said to him, oh, my God, she talked about mulch for... 20 minutes of an hour drive. That's that's rough. And what does he do during dinner? Hey, I heard you had a great mulch story. <laughs> oh, so I got he to got hear you. it again. You got you. Oh, I got to he hear got it again. You. He got you. But every mother-in-law, he got me good. every mother-in-law is the backseat driver. They're sitting in the back, literally. Everything's a comment, right? So bad. Oh, my God. My so bad. Same thing. And mulch is not a terrible conversation, but coming from the mother-in-law, it probably Well, I thought is. I could distract her from the speed by yeah. engaging in this ridiculous conversation about her neighbor and the, the mulch. And that did not work because she still keeps one eye on how fast I'm going, whether or not I change lanes too often. Very, very frustrating. Oh, yeah. Very. My mother-in-law closes her eyes. I can't. I can't. I'd look. rather that she sits there blindfolded. I'd rather that. It's like I'm taking her to the Bat Cave. She never knows how exactly we get there. But I did some mulching this weekend, and I also did a move where I went outside and I told my my wife and kids, "You can't come with me." They're like, what do you mean? Uh, the kids are going crazy. You know, I have to stay inside because I just fertilized the grass and there's poison everywhere. That was a lie. There was no poison on the grass, but I kept my family away from me for a good 12 hours, and that made me feel I was going to say, even you, I mean, you may not like the first two kids, but you'd love Billy. I love Billy, but And Billy was... likes to roll around in the grass, Yeah. so I know you wouldn't put he poison down. He has a down. front yard, too. I'm very surprised. My wife believed that the fertilizer <laughs> no. was poison. Hey, can't re- go in the grass. She can't really go outside. Has, she has two degrees, huh? She does, and she hmm. doesn't use either. I know. I mean, they're just being <laughs> wasted away. Now, that's Eddie Erickson, of course, Scotty Messina. Scotty Messina, the producer of uh, Morning After for Now. Eddie, the producer yep. of Mad Dog Unleashed, actually, for not. As you were for not, not, it the, finally happened. You were you were not the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed this week. You were the producer of Shine on Sports. We did a little swap here. But let's listen to Mad Dog break the news to the world. Uh, we take it until uh, 6 o'clock in the east, 3 o'clock in the west. Colin Schmeling in, of course. Ernie Acorsi, uh, Ernie Acosta's in uh, with <laughs> what, a... Ernie what a Acorsi. replacement. Ernie that was Acosta's bound to happen. That was bound with to Eddie happen. now, uh, full-time, uh, at least as far as I know, uh, with... Um, uh, with uh, Adam Shine, uh, he asked for a switch. I believe he got it. So from that standpoint, Eddie uh, will work the earlier shows uh, and uh, we'll be on here uh, most every day as, as best we can. As best we can. So does that mean you're not going to be on every single day? But Eddie, I always talk about wife swap. This week there was kind of a producer swap. Yeah, this was producer swap. I and like un- that game. And, un- and unlike wife swap where you really don't get to, to get all the benefits of swapping wives, mm. I've gotten all the responsibilities of producing. So, <laughs> so really- you're doing all like the housework the chores, the mulching, yeah. but you're not having any sex. Exactly, yep. exactly. There's right. no payoff at the end of the night. And unfortunately, with producer swap, I get 
all the responsibilities of Bob Stew. That's not ideal. No, I mean, you, that's you're, not ideal. No, you're doing a wife swap with Bob Stew. Maybe you do it for a night or two. It could work. That's uh, wife swap. That's this wife is, swap. That's producer swap. Producer swap. Two weeks. Well, Thanks, Bill. I would do a wife <laughs> swap with anyone here at Mad Dog Sports Radio if they wanted. I'd be up for it. Let me think about that. Yeah, I think every single one. Takes two to tango. Would they want and I'd to start do with, it also? I'd start with Scott's fiance. And, well, uh, not my wife yet. So <laughs> Oh, literal Scott. I'm he, out he of the conversation for another six <laughs> and weeks. He, and he does it again. All right, the NBA playoffs were uh, hot and heavy this week. Of course, Kyrie Irving, everyone's talking about it. But what about the Heat or flying? And, of course, the Warriors. Mm. The Warriors are back, baby. Here's Steve Torrey of Mad Dog Daily breaking down the new Splash Brothers. It's overwhelming for defenses, and it was overwhelming for Denver last night. Curry and Poole, they combined for 63 points. That's mm, a lot. 63. Oh, And you throw Klay Thompson in there, oh. you know, with his, you know, the way he can be a sniper on the wing, and forget it. Mm. And yeah. then you got Draymond getting in Jokic's head, and it's, it's good night. Forget good about night. it. All right. There's uh, Steve Torrey. I'm Tor- telling you, oh, this series sorry. is over. And <laughs> beyond this... And I know there's a long way to go, and I know once we advance in in this postseason, there are going to be other teams that are going to make adjustments, and they have better personnel, and a lot of people still believe in Phoenix, uh, you know, to to perhaps uh, emerge here in the Western Conference. But from what I saw from Golden State, and tell me if you think I'm wrong here. Okay. If you watch this at Triple Eight Mad Dog Six Eight 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 Six Two Three Three Six Four Six. Throwing the numbers. I'm not quite ready to go to splash brother brother territory here. <laughs> well, let's not. You know, with Katie and Clay and Steph. <laughs> But Jordan Poole right now, and, and I don't think I'm overreacting, is a massive superstar. Well, he's right about that, but we are the splash blubbers. <laughs> if, if I'm jumping into a pool and I'm making a splash, it's because of my blubber. But, yeah, let's not go to that too quickly. But Tori is right. <laughs> Poole's a star. Hey, can we get Steve Tori a drink? You know, it was 420 this week. Oh, boy. I don't know if that, mm. you know, 420, oh Tori. He's the number one draft pick if we ever had a 420 draft. He, well, 20th. I mean, a little cotton mouth, I think, for Steve Tori. Maybe he deserves a little splash. Splash of seltzer to uh, freshen things up. But Jordan Poole is a star. And Tori hates the NBA, and I'm surprised because <laughs> yeah, Poole was a, was a Big Ten guy. Oh. So I'm surprised he didn't have more. A Michigan man. He didn't have more on Poole. Well, I like to make college. That's what I, that's what I was waiting for. You know, I saw Indiana play Michigan once. He hit that huge three pointer in the uh, final it's four. Very impressive. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't seem to get my head wrapped around the NBA. It just, it just, it just. It just I don't know. Get into it. But I mean, college basketball and marijuana. Wow, <laughs> am I into that? I and love the Yankees. Ah, uh, baseball. He loves. You know what he loves too? Youth sports. I told a story this week about my ten-year-old son Joey Babchek that Steve Torrey, I'm sure, loved. Listen to this, courtesy of Morning Men. With Emmett Cullen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Cologne. You know, Joey Babchik had to pitch. And so, and I guess he did in practice. I didn't watch him. And he said he was okay. So I was like, all right, let's see how this goes. So he's only supposed to pitch one inning, but he starts the game off because the coach's son got sick. He was the starting pitcher? Starting pitcher. Is that a boy, wow. Joey? He is, I mean, a wreck. <laughs> all right. First of all, he drops every single ball that's thrown his way. So that's not good. But so I assume you're laughing at him. It, uh, yeah, I, 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 I filmed the whole thing. Um, but then he starts off. First batter, strikeout. That a boy, oh Joe. God. Second batter, strikeout. That a boy. Third batter, strikeout. Looking, so he can throw it straight. He can't catch. And they throw it back. He drops the ball. Doesn't matter. But we got a picture. I, I'm telling you, I felt I like love this, I felt like I could cry. Don't let it go. Oh, hold on. Don't blow it. Right. So he comes out for the second inning. That's Same deal. Two outs. Demanded that he be the opener. All right. Seriously. Enough. He's yeah. done. Yeah, he's done. Pull up now. 
They they hit the ball at him. He makes a play. He throws the first. Analytics humor. What? I'm like, this is oh, unbelievable. Good. You're probably crying. I, I, I wanted to cry up. so bad, but nothing came out. I was yelling. I was like, so this sweet. is amazing. And so after each Were one. Were you cheering like, go, after, Joe, go. After each out, he said, you got it? Yeah, I got it, guys. Oh, no. I, I got it. I got it. Did he film it? Did you film it? Were you filming it? When he came yeah, off the first inning. Yeah, that should be his focus. Oh. When he came off the first inning, he goes, I'm going to put this on TikTok. I'm like, that, nah, I know. I'm going to put yeah, it on yeah. TikTok. But I, I'm not mad at because the kids right. are like that anyway. Like, like That's a kid. But I'm just happy he finally found something that he's good at. Yeah, so the third inning. Now, the father of the pitcher is the person who keeps count of the thing. He gave me a little device. Aren't, aren't you the father? Yeah, so he gives me a little device before the oh, game so he's to keep track count. of the pitch count. Oh, okay. Because you got to keep a pitch count. So he was at like 22. Matt Harvey over there. All right. And, yeah, I don't know what. So, so Dark night. Coach goes to me, can he go another? I'm like, of course he could go another <laughs> inning. We're keeping this thing going, man. Goes out for the third inning. He didn't want to put him out. The third inning. Lights out again. That a boy, Joe. We get out of another one. He's throwing it over the plate. Another one. He looks at me. He wanted to pull him at another 40 one. pitches. Joey was at 40 pitches on the clock. Dad, how many pitches he got? I'm like, yo, you know what? This could be like Johan Santana. We're not taking him out of the game. This is a no-hitter. I don't care if his career is done. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. This is the best thing to happen to the Tech family in a long time. This is Johan Santana. Nothing will ever work again. So I was like, so it's at 40. And I said, we're at 32. Oh, no. I don't want them to pull him. He goes out for a fourth inning. This is insane. He gets rocked. First batter, he hits. <laughs> Second batter, Bad, he you hits. Ruined him. Third batter hits a bomb. Oh. A bomb. Why did you ruin him? A three-run homer. So literally is Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Because this you was the greatest thing. You, you should have taken him out after the first inning. You should have been giving him a fucking Yoo-Hoo and buying him a hand job. He's the best thing to happen to the Bats <laughs> in decades. We could all be Monday morning quarterbacks, okay? But in that <laughs> oh, moment, this, Joe, was, this was the greatest thing. Not about only, a pitch I'm, count. Buying, I'm buying Joe so I got to give Joe this a gift. Is, I got to give Joe a gift. This was the greatest moment in his life and mine. This is our greatest athletic achievement. Four innings as a starter and that never happened. And the kid was happens. on a heater. Oh, he was unbelievable. Arm fell apart. And and like after that, I was I was you know I wasn't focused on the game. I was just looking at my phone. And um, at one point, I hear a woman scream, and I look up. A ball hit me in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting a bet on DraftKings. I love DraftKings. I'm putting a bet on DraftKings for the action. I got hit with a ball in the shoulder. So both of her shoulders. So like Joey was complaining about his shoulder to my wife, and I'm like, well, I forget about. I got hit with a ball. The second he sucks, you don't care about him anymore. Oh, no, man. I mean, that's it. I mean, Eddie, you tell me if I did anything wrong. You got your boys. They play baseball or Drew plays baseball. Yep. You know, I was thinking in that moment, this is the top. This is the pinnacle. Did I do the wrong thing? Should I have said, hey, let's get the kid out and actually give him the accurate count? Or did I do the right thing? Partially. I don't mind. You let him get that extra inning or mm-hmm. two. I think you want to send him out on a good note, right? You don't want his lasting memory of a great outing to be what happened. <laughs> now, so <laughs> I let him I let him come out after his 40 pitches, and especially at that age, that really is kind of the pitch count yeah. for a, for a young kid, a 10-year-old. You don't want them throwing more than 50, really, so. I know. I think you should have got him out, but I understand, you know, the bep checks have, are, you know, you come from a long line of sports failures and disappointments. Yes. So I understand but I'm saying you, you see that you see a little thing here. Maybe he's just really good at this. Maybe this is his thing. Why waste it there? 
Let's give him a couple of outings before we decide this is going to be his best <laughs> outing. Wants it down, man. You know, one and done. I'm going He's for one the and no, done. No. I was going for the no, no. I mean, yeah, it was just, no. It was... They were never going to get that far. I just really and like you have to teach him how to catch. One of you guys have to figure this out because I don't know if it's it's his mitt. I'll come every, over. Every single throw back, he dropped. Did you ever work with him on catching? Well, JT the Brick on Breaking Night was. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, J.T. Brick has a message for um, me and Joey, and of course, Eddie Erickson is Kamasina as well. Listen to this, Brick at Night, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So I had a little work on the backyard brick on the pool here. A lot of people are saying, who's going to come out? Is it going to Babcheck and the BBW going to come out to backyard brick, or am I coming out east? for the next Falcon, because the fouls want me to come out. Falcon. So we're trying to debate, do <laughs> I need to go to New York? Because you would think the powerful lady <laughs> too would like to bring me in for Don't my triumphant <laughs> start and return. I would be there for the fouls, or do we get Babcheck out here with Joey? Joey can come. My wife can watch Joey. We can go out and get some beers. Mm. Oh, so that's it. So Sounds we're headed fun. out to hang out with JT the Brick and drink some beers, which that will be a lot of fun. I want to tell you guys something that um, the end of Passover, that was the Jewish holiday, I drank plenty, so did my wife, and my wife attacked my children and actually hugged them to the point where she wouldn't let them go unless they said, I love you, Mommy. And um, she did that on top of my son, Joey, and would not stop until he actually caved. Is that a drunken experience you're familiar with? Yeah, that's a dark moment that I can really relate to. And I used to go through that every, every you know, at least once a month as a, as a child from either a, Tell me you love me. either a parent or a drunk relative. Drunken adults, there might not be a scarier thing for a kid, you know, because they're, they're not sure what's wrong, right? They yeah. look at you. They know something's off. They don't understand why. At, even at 10, you still don't really know. Yeah. Although drunk was the first word I learned how to spell, so <laughs> nice. maybe I did. But most kids in an average household, they're not sure what's... Well, they just think daddy's happy. Exactly. Daddy's I really my, happy. I, I thought my dad was tired. And like, wow, he loves mindset. mommy. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. He won't take his hands off her. Yeah. Smothering your kid and demanding they pledge their Tell love you to love you. Me. That is so scary. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating, too. Yeah, but that, my dad was, yeah, my dad's just tired. He worked so hard, he fell asleep on the living room floor. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful thing. So, JT the Brick, we're coming. And we're, I'm going to hold JT the Brick until he tells me he loves me. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about Franklin. The turtle? Easter. Derek Jeter looks just like Franklin. <laughs> Good point. From from the uh, Charlie Brown characters. Yeah. He looked exactly like Franklin. Lucy was my favorite. And, of, of course. course, a plumber. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82 as a recap. The week that was. And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I mean anywhere. Even when I'm producing the single best history in the 17 years of Shine Our Sports? What's better than this? Oh, baby. Oh, good. Sporty sports, sports. Sporty sports, sports. There's Eddie Harrison, the producer of Shine On Sports. For now. It happens quick, man. You, you, it's over. I speak in Shineisms now. You're immersed in it now. Two weeks and I'm I'm all in. Boom. Wait, is that really what's going on, though? Because, like, when, you, when I see Shine, my man, have you been actually 
like speaking oh, more yeah, emphatically I and walk exciting? around my house like that. No way. I'm just throwing exclamation points at people. Yeah, everything's great. You All bang right. your wife, I, oh, and I, we do it again tomorrow. Oh, who's better than you while you're humping? I'm going to bag it, loser. What a session. What a pounding. Let's do it again, manana. I speak it in threes. So you, you have a great dinner. Do you turn to your wife, Jackie, and go, this meatloaf was stupendous. No, I just go, Phenomenal. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely tremendous. Exactly what I say. <laughs> I speak in threes. You know what's funny? This week, as you're working, John, on sports, you've been texting me. All your texts are ending with three explanation yeah. points, and you're not like that happy, no. rosy guy. I have a newfound optimism. It, runs, it rubs off on you. You're like, when are we taping? I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's amazing. Oh, it shy. happens quick. He's taking over your brain. Now, what about Scott Messina, the worst producer in the history of Morning Men? For now. Now, Scott, of course, now gets butthurt over that, of course. Now, Mad Dog Chris Russo, you were away from Eddie Erickson. My guy! <laughs> but, I, again, I think this is another one of these clips this week. I mean, he, of course, he talks about the NBA playoffs and the Nets. My God, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, he hates Kyrie Irving. Then the Nets go out and they lose game number two. And all the action in the NBA and the Warriors flying. But then he talked about something that maybe you are glad you missed. He talked about, well, here he is, ranking Americans. Do yourself a favor. Go watch the new <laughs> two-part documentary on Benjamin Franklin. Oh, he, Frank. two parts. It's topical. You missed born it. Born in 1706. Oh, died right. in 1790. Perfect. And Current. I have no problem saying this. You know, we've always put Lincoln and George Washington as the two greatest Americans. Make sure he gets into well, this. Who the hell's going to challenge you? <laughs> I think when you get right down to it, I, I, he, I know I hate Big to three rank Americans. him, but oh, he's got the up rankings. there as one of the great Americans ever produced. Franklin, who, produced. among other things, developed uh, and discovered electricity. Well, I mean, that was thought there. I have heard Not that. to mention, figure out a way to get money for Washington and the, and the Army, kind of an army, during the Revolutionary <laughs> War. So, but uh, with Lincoln it's and cash, Franklin man. and Bag Washington, man. I mean, I think uh, you start with those three Dogs uh, Franklin, with, the history, in the, with the great history of America. Americans. Okay. An unbelievable life. Fascinating. You have to see that. <laughs> Fascinating. Son. The father goes the way of being a patriot. The son stays the way of being a Brit. The huh? son is the governor of New Jersey, and the father's in Wait, France. No, that, that is an unbelievable scenario. Is Imagine it? if you had a kid that way in that situation in a revolution, what? and he took the old, the old, the old guard, and you went with the new guard, and he's your son. Oh my, it's usually the other way around. Huh? You stay with the old guard and the kid is the new guard. <coughs> this way is the exact opposite. Now, it wasn't exactly the father of the year. Huh? His wife had two strokes when he was in France and he didn't even come back for the funeral. So let's remember that. No, why wow. would we remember that? <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> you got a lot there. Wow, we did have a, we, it was a it lot It goes there. into the rankings. That was uh, fascinating. Fascinating. I mean, it really was. That is, and now he's a great American. We're ranking the Americans. If you had to rank your top three Americans, <laughs> first of all, do you end the soliloquy by saying, and he was a terrible father? You lose points. You lose points there because he's a terrible father yeah. there. But I mean, uh, OJ is, is one of the best three running backs of all time. However, <laughs> however, he was a murderer. <laughs> but we're not going to focus on the murderer scenario. <laughs> you do lose points. You one stroke, okay. Okay, I could see it, but but a second one, you, you got to come home. <laughs> and I got the other kid who joined the army with the France. I mean, can you imagine that? Usually it's the other way around. I didn't even communicate with him. By the time he found out she had a second stroke, I mean, what was the... <laughs> I, I mean, at that point, do you come home? It could have I mean, been weeks. I don't know I mean, what's happening. Top three Americans, so we'll go with uh, Lisa Ann, one. She was great. She was great for porn. Boom. 
Hulk Hogan too. I knew you would say Hulk Hogan. He's a real American God. hero. I mean, come on. The lame finisher. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and Stedman. Stedman. <laughs> I mean, he, think about it. He married Oprah and never has to work again. I don't think he's working. I mean, he hit the Stedman. Top three Americans right there. Not Benny Frank. <laughs> All right, Steve Torrey is a top American to me. I mean, he's of course uh, very oh, funny, Michael. Really? I mean, we all know I'm not a top in anything. Uh, Thursday's my long day. Um, I'm, I'm in studio uh, all the way from 8 a.m. till uh, 7 p.m. But no zooms. Uh, no zooms. Now it's in person. Uh, that's a good thing. And, and uh, then I have the meeting with the morning man. Now I could be insulted in person. Which <laughs> is great. I have a few things that I want to get to with the morning man. I, I can't remember if it was Tuesday or if it was, it was Wednesday that we, we talked about something. Wait, I have something that somebody, uh, the janitor, told me a few things about your show that I want to try to get in <laughs> and interject. Go, we got to work on that music. Oh, here's Steve Torrey, man. We always talk about the uh, do's and don'ts in radio. Oh. Eddie, I don't want to remind you. I know next week you're back to the do's and don'ts I, I, in radio. But... I love the do's and don'ts. Well, we all know you got to get the callers ready, right? Here we go. Let's see what happens with Steve Torrey. Mad Dog Daily. Quickly, David in Atlanta next on Mad Dog quickly. Sports Radio. Yeah, why David, quickly? hi. Why are you force-feeding a call? Yes, David. Oh, here we go. Well, I guess maybe the fact that I told him to hurry up startled him. Thank you. Because we're running out of time on the program. But program. Um, it's understandable. You know, sometimes when the host says go, you, you freeze. And you, and, you, and, you, and you lose sight of the, the important thing, and you, all of a sudden you can't articulate. So I hope I didn't scare him off. Wow. <laughs> Spooked him. Wow. <laughs> Tori. I, I have an open message, not just Tori, to all the hosts. Mm. Stop trying to squeeze in phone calls. But he said quickly. No. <laughs> no. Well, You're also not giving our audience the benefit of they know the format. Uh, we go until uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's 12.59. And, <laughs> Stop. Uh, uh, 53 seconds. Let me squeeze in a quick call. Uh, let's go to Jay. Uh, quickly. Of course he's not there. What? Huh? Uh, hey, Steve. Hey, man. How you doing? I just wanted to know if I could get him back to Warriors. Uh, and I, and I have a listen. Uh, I appreciate it. I think they're very good. that call tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry. We ran out of time, Dave. Next time, make it a little quicker. Why'd you take the call? What do you mean, make it quicker? You only gave me seven seconds. Oh, sorry. Sorry for scaring you. How about, see, now I got Steve Torrey on, like, Halloween, just walking around the neighborhood. the call. Without a mask on. Imagine Steve Torrey just goes with the kids. Hey, uh. Yeah, any thoughts? Triple A Mad Dog 6. Ah! Oh, you scared him. Oh, I scared him with the call. Triple A Mad Dog 6. I'll speak quicker. What's, ah! your, what's your costume? Oh, I'm dressed as a talk show host. <laughs> I play a talk show host on the radio. Let me squeeze this in. Let me just squeeze in this. Let me squeeze it in. Uh, let, me, let me just squeeze in this uh, quick call. We're squeezing in calls. Uh, go ahead, Fred. Hey, Steve. All right, then we're sorry. We're out of time. Um, sorry about that. Uh, that's on Fred. He should have made it quicker. <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right, how about, uh, you know, of course, all the sports is going on around the holiday season, man. What you got? What well, Easter, mm. Passover. Mm. Oh, There's those, some amazing things. Those are like fringe holidays. Any day that I <laughs> – I don't count anything that I don't get off from work a holiday. I'll be honest with you. Listen to this, courtesy of Morning Man with Emmett Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. On Easter, I saw my uh, wife's sister, different mothers, but the same father. And <laughs> it's all that matters. Wow. It's amazing having a younger sister in the family because it's you are looking at your wife from 10 years ago. It's mm. you enter the time machine, Interesting. and it's everything. Nice. You say more than just mm, it's mm, uh, mm, mm. <laughs> say more than just mm, it's mm, uh, mm, mm. <laughs> Ooh, ha, but I ha. thought it's the other way around. I thought if you look at your wife's mom ten years later, that you that's how your wife's gonna be. Oh Isn't god, that's why Mike. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, like, that was My wife. Think about mother. Beth looking at Jack, thinking that's gonna be my husband. Jack still got it. <laughs> I know. My wife. That's what I'm my saying. Wife, <laughs> My wife's mother is like, she's got the body of Luke Keekley. <laughs> she's a linebacker. Well, I was thinking linebacker. She's a linebacker. 
We're not allowed. I'm not allowed in her house anymore. I like she the doesn't let us I wonder why. Marker. Yeah, we were supposed to see her for Easter too, and then we were we were denied entry. No more going up there. She only has one toilet, and she no longer wants to come see us. Well, but Bethany's sister can come anytime. Oh my God! Go. It's like looking at the past. Yeah. And the past was good. The, the present and future are a little bleak. Yeah. But the past was good. Less dairy. Less dairy was the <laughs> message. That's what I'm going And I'm going to tell my wife, hey, honey. Less uh, dairy. Willie Colon says less dairy <laughs> puts on the pounds. Hmm. All my wife does eat cottage cheese. Now, does that lend itself to the skin? Is that what happens? You, you are what you eat? I don't know. And, Eddie, I know when I think about the sisters, I know you think about it as well. Well, I mean, I've referenced it many a time. I just think about it in terms of more fun. She's just been she's been fun her whole life. Then she was yeah. an adult. She liked to have fun yeah. then. And then there were the naked pictures on the beach. So I yeah. knew she had fun. Mm, and yeah. you know, so I'm saying she likes to have fun. Yeah. Then there was the whole slip and slide incident. That was fun for me. It's fun. <laughs> the slip and slide is one of the great she's things fun. if you want to see boobs. It's like, you know, Action Park and Slip and Slide. Just hang out by those? Just hang out. Just hang out. Is Action Park still open? I don't know. But you hang out by a Slip and Slide because you will see boobs. It just made my day. It made my day. I was sitting right with her husband. We're sitting there. He's not paying attention. I'm watching <laughs> her. Took a header on the Slip and Slide. The whole top comes down. Everything just there in full display for a good, think about it, 1,001, 1,002. Yeah. No, you are thinking about it right and now. I, I can see it. <laughs> and then she quickly looks He's down. reflecting. Pulled it up. I looked right at him. I uh, said, wow. I go, uh, thick nipples do run in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. You know, see, like, when it's unexpected like that, it's even better. But, Eddie, we did discuss this. Um, next time you're in the bedroom and you want to do something yeah, that, say. Uh, you know, you, you think your wife's going to say no to. I your sister does that. <laughs> I think we've learned that's not the right approach. <laughs> I can see Eddie doing it again, though. I'm trying to... Get a... Your sister makes mashed potatoes. I mean, that's you could be anything I'm, now. I'm trying to evoke something, please. Well, that's what we talked about. You I know. turned into you. I think Eddie Erickson's finally realized that he always was my sexual muse. Nope. Uh, a little bit of a role model in the no office. More. He'd come in. He'd talk about, "Hey, man, I've had sex for the fourth time this week." I'm like, "It's only Thursday. That's every single day." I demanded the... it. It was ridiculous. And yeah, yeah, you had a whole thing. You had wife training. Your wife smart, and it worked out well. And now, aren't you just like me? I'm are, just like are you. Are you at the point where you're breaking things in the house just to fix it, just to get maybe a Howard Johnson, the good old HJ? Oh, no. That that never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, the HJ. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the BJ Serhoff. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that doesn't happen. No. That, there's a bad case of TMJ going around my house. But, yeah. So. That's medically diagnosed? <laughs> it's it's diagnosed. Uh, at the, now I'm just playing a game of I want to see how long it goes before she notices. That's oh, the game we're currently Before you in. ask? No, the game we're I will not. I'm right. done. I'm okay. done. I'm done. Interesting. Interesting. So we are currently in the game right now. It's, this is real time. You are getting a live look in at this game that we are playing right now. We are looking live. We're, looking we're cutting live. into. Yes. We are looking live at no. Wait, why did Scott just go, we're cutting into him? We had the perfect, we're looking live. He goes, we're cutting into. Sorry. Is that a famous thing? No. We're looking live at Eddie not having oh, sex. That's it. We're looking live We're at cutting that. into. This is where you're going to lose. I'm all for a standoff. I had a boxer watch thing for a couple days. I left my boxers in the kitchen. She goes, your boxers are in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I was changing in there. And I'm like, yeah, can you pick them up and throw them in the laundry basket? She said, no, I'm not doing that. And my boxers stayed in the kitchen for five days. That I'm okay with. The sex thing, no, I'm going to always ask. Because if I don't ask, I don't get it. But I have something for you. Listen to this conversation on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Cologne. Maybe this could be something that could help you out in the bedroom. You know, me and the wife was kind of doing what we got to do to kind of get the kids to school. And I was like, hey, later, you want to do the lazy plumber? She was like, what the fuck is the lazy plumber? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> you've, been, 
I was like, when you bend over, but like, I'm shocked he even brought this to his wife. And like, but you're giving me like a hand job. And she was just like, who told you? This is very graphic. And I froze. Because I want you to be able to. (laughs) No, and I I want to say me. I want want you to be able to come back. I don't want my wife to be like, you're the one who taught Willie the lazy plumber. I don't want that on your head. Oh, I would have showed up wearing the plumber suit. I would have been Luigi (laughs) uh, from. I would have showed up as the plumber. Like, I don't need the credit. That I want credit for. Very okay. two things that I wanted. That I want credit okay. for. That's There's the move. There's a psychological thing yeah, that Willie right. just did. What Willie wants to make sure can happen one day is if, theoretically, we all get together and it's at Willie's house, Willie yeah. doesn't want his wife to say, not that guy. He ain't coming over here. <laughs> right. He's playing no. an offensive line for you right now. I Mike. met his wife. She doesn't care. No, she, it's not cool. like you make an impression with her where she was like, oh, that Patrick guy's great. But at the same point, you'll never get the other way either. Like, oh, that Patrick guy's horrible. She's busy enough. Yeah. She's walking around. She's taking care of the party. She's mad chill, but she's also got little babies. Just get out of my way. That, <laughs> the only thing was when I was dancing and I was in the in the background of, of your son dancing, uh, William Jr. And I was like, oh, and all these things. She's like, can you move over? And I'm like, I moved over. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. But that, I, I, she don't care. She don't. The lazy plumber I want credit for. I got Everyone you. should try. You lie down flat, the significant other stands on top of you, and yep. then you bend over. Just the ass crack is showing. The pants are still there. That's where it looks like a plumber. She's bending over, and she looks like, you know, she's like cleaning your pipes. Literally. There you go. And there it is. <laughs> Boom. The lazy plumber. Well, I'm all about it. Oh, oh boy. Done. See, that's the move. <laughs> I want to hear back from you if they fix the clog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the problem, too, with, with that, it's like if you ask your wife for the lazy plumber and then, like, you know, communication's not great, next thing you know, yeah, like, she'll go, yeah, fix the leak. Sure. And next thing you know, you're actually fixing a leak. I fixed my bathroom uh, sink this weekend, and that didn't really work out yeah, too well. Yeah. Steve Torrey, were you pleased with our performance today? I don't know. I'm not even sure I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Ooh. So that's uh, I don't we, want you to made, do it instead. Uh, yeah, woo, woo. <laughs> this is Steve Torrey <laughs> coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, another well, episode I really of Mastered That. I know Patrick's <laughs> morning after in the books for Eddie Erickson. We got to clear out of here. Colin needs to study. Oh, that's right. Let's wrap and it up. Scott Messina, thanks to the Toilet Bowl <laughs> Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader, and he tells you that Brendan Wesley and Jenny are expecting kid number four and most likely conceived in the bathroom. Brendan and Jenny are the two wow. fouls who actually went back to my hotel room because I needed to get pants, and I sent them, and I gave them the card, and they had sex Good in my hotel them. room during Falcon 3. Someone should. Remember when that Don't was forget thing? to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast, and I mean anywhere. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.